Welcome, everybody. This is Jerry Bites. My name is Davis. I'm an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, founder of Stellar GRE. We're here to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. For more information, check us out at StellarGRE.com. Okay, so let's get into it. So with today's uh, educational marketplace, online schools all over the place, smaller schools, larger schools, the Ivy League, of course, there's, there's grad school and then there's grad school. Uh-huh. So what are the two types of grad schools when we're considering like GRE and what we want to do with our, you know, getting a graduate degree? Well, you're absolutely right, Davis. There's so many different grad school programs that exist in the world and some of them are worth your money, in my opinion, and some of them are not. And that depends on more than just the standard rankings associated with these programs, which I'm sure any student can can and should Google before they apply, right? So I have this conceptual framework for looking at grad school, and I do believe that there are two types of grad schools. And the two types of grad schools really depend on whether the degree that they award is legally instrumental to getting a certain job. That's the difference between the two categories. So what does that mean? So for example, if you want to be a medical doctor, you need an MD. There's like no way around that. Right. If you want to be a lawyer, you need a JD. There's very few ways around that. Mm -hmm. If I'm a psychologist, you need to have a PhD or a PsyD. That's a legal requirement in all 50 states. Mm -hmm. So that's one type of program, a program that awards a degree that you legally need to get a license to do a specific job, to have a specific career. Education is the same, right? If you're going to. That depends on state to state. Okay. Like in New York State, you need a master's degree in order to teach in the public educational system. Right. And I don't believe that that is a requirement um, in other states. So this is part of the research process that right. you have to do beforehand. Right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So my kind of rule of thumb about this is that if you are looking to get a degree so that you can apply for a license to do a certain job, it doesn't matter so much where you go. So if you're wanting a, okay, hold on. If you're wanting a degree to apply for a license and the license is what you need correct for the job as opposed to the actual degree itself. That's right. Then it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter as much. Right. Because I'll be honest, once I got my license to practice psychology and I established my private practice, I don't think anybody in six years has asked me where I attended my graduate school. Right. The fact is that I'm a, a licensed psychologist. I can compete in the open market with the other psychologists um, who went to Harvard, who went to Stanford. We're all on a level playing field with respect to offering our services to the public. I have a bit of an entrepreneurial streak, so I always knew that I wanted to go into private practice. And so I just needed the, de the degree to get the license that I could enter into the free market economy and promote my practice and get my patients that way. Right. And if you do your job well, if you help people, if you provide a service that nobody else can do, frankly, most people won't care if you dropped out of kindergarten. They'll, they'll say, you can help me. I want what you have. Here's my money. Take it. And the, that license serves as the, the voucher of trust for the consumer to say, oh, he's licensed by the board or by the state or by whatever. So I know I can count on his services being legitimate. Yes, that's ascribed authority. And that's a big part of it. It's like there's a difference between saying that you're a licensed psychologist versus I'm a life coach. Right. 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 Now, does that mean that? the advice or the support that a life coach 
offers is necessarily superior to anything that a licensed psychologist would offer? No, there are bad licensed psychologists. There are really great life coaches, but it's harder to get to, to establish that initial trust mm -hmm. to get someone to pick up the phone and ask for help. Right. And so the, the license is really useful for that uh, to get your foot in the door kind mm -hmm. of, but like, if you're, if you're still, if you're bad and licensed, people aren't going to stick around. Right. And if you're good and unlicensed, eventually people will find you. So there, there is an element of, of trust associated with the licensure. Yes. Right. But yeah, but legally, right. You have to have a license to practice certain jobs. And mm -hmm. if that's, if that's the goal is to practice that job, then getting a license is what's going to allow you to do that. So where you get your, graduate degree in order to attain the license doesn't have as much importance in the long run. In, in my opinion, absolutely correct. And so if that's the kind of grad school that you're looking to go to, there are other considerations that I think would take priority over, let's say, the ranking of the program. Okay. What's the most affordable program? Right. What's the one where I can get the degree in the, the least amount of time? Because every year you spend in grad school, it reduces your overall lifetime earnings. You're out of the marketplace. Right. Um, you want to get in and out as quickly and cheaply as possible, all other things being equal. What about location? Is that considered too? It, it depends. You know, it's like a lot of grad schools can are online these days, which right. works for some people and doesn't work for other people. I moved across country to go to my grad school program, but I also wanted to live where I was moving. I didn't just apply randomly to the top-ranked programs and, and resigned myself to live in, say, Missouri or no offense to Missouri, I guess, but not my favorite state in the union. Um, I, I knew where I wanted to live. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Mm -hmm. So location it depends on the people involved. But that's a good that's a good news if someone's looking to go to grad school uh, and they want to get this license. They have if they know the license is what they're eventually needing, they can look for a place more where they want to live mm -hmm. and find the cheapest, quickest grad school program in the area of their choice. That's exactly what as I did. Opposed to I'm very happy that I did that. Nice. I, I got what I needed. I moved forward. I was able to get out of debt a year or two after I graduated. I have a thriving private practice. Like I got what I needed from grad school, yeah. which is important to consider grad school as a means to an end. That's right. And you don't want to linger in grad school and you want to make sure that grad school is actually facilitating that end, which means you also have to clarify what that end is before you go in. Unfortunately, a lot of folks especially if they're younger, they can, they, they can enter into grad school because they just don't know what else to do with their life. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. their career is kind of stagnant or um, the economy is going bad, so it's hard to get a job. It, it's like, okay, I can understand those considerations, but if you don't have a clear end goal in mind, you just kick the can down the road. So now you're three to five years older, potentially, mm -hmm. and you still have those same questions, and now you're, you have a huge debt and you're older, it's it, without a clear idea of how this is going to apply in yeah, the job in, yeah. the, in the job market. not a good idea so okay so so we've talked about one type of grad school which is going for you know be flexible with the grad school of choice because the license is what matters to mm -hmm. enable you to have that end goal mm -hmm. uh, achievable so the other type of grad school, I'm guessing, is where the grad school you go to, and that name carries a lot more weight, and that matters. Well, what's, the other type that? of grad school is one that awards a degree that you don't legally need to do a job. Okay. Which is the vast majority of programs. Let's be only like, I don't know, 
mm-hmm. of grad schools award degrees that you legally need to do a job teaching teaching masters at certain states the jds the mm-hmm. mds things like yeah that. the vast majority of programs give you master's degrees in psychology or mbas which you technically don't need for a specific job mm-hmm. a lot of companies they they put a big carrot on a uh, on a string and say hey you'd be more competitive for these jobs if you had the masters and that that could be true if you're just comparing two cold resumes one against the other mm-hmm. but that also again uh, diminishes what's really important about getting jobs which is who you know and being able to mm-hmm. leverage relationships and networks and experience and being incredibly good at what you do if you if you have those things going for you you don't need an MBA that's mm-hmm. that's true okay so. With, with this 90% of grad schools where you, you technically and legally don't need that degree, mm-hmm. it's very, very important where you go. Okay. Extremely yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. Because what that grad school, because you don't need it. And so what that grad school is able to do for you is it, you're basically paying to enter into a kind of a country club. Mm-hmm. And you're paying to be associated with a brand for the rest of your professional career. Right. Harvard trained. Sure. Some brands have way more power than other brands. Harvard, Stanford, they're going to open doors. The Ivy Leagues, yeah. South Central Florida State University, not going to end to open a lot of doors. You know what I'm saying? Right. No offense, South Central Florida State University. You know what I'm saying? That's a real university. No, I'm just making it up so I don't get sued. (laughs) So the the point is, is that some, some brands open more doors than others. And if you don't need this degree, you're paying for opportunity. Right. You're also paying for network. The network of the people that you meet. There. Exactly. Because those folks that you form relationships will be your professional network that you're going to be leaning heavily on for mm-hmm. jobs and opportunities for the next, you know, 10 years of your life. That, that, and that extended alumni network as well. So you can be kind of like an old boys club. You go into a room and you realize you're both in the same fraternity from, mm-hmm. even though you went to school in Virginia, you went to school in Oregon. It's like, it's a point of connection that can actually improve your chances of getting that job. So does this apply also not just for the name brand of the school itself, but say uh, there's someone in the field you're interested in that, uh, has already is a distinguished professor or researcher in one of these ninety percent of jobs where you don't actually need the degree necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, if you follow, if you go to a school and you follow that person, even if it's not a name brand school or an Ivy League, but mm-hmm. you get to say, "I studied with this professor, or this pioneer in the field at such and such university." Does that carry as much weight as well? That's an excellent question. That's that's a bit more subtle, and um, it it can, but that person needs to be real famous within that field. Okay. Uh, that that name needs to carry as much weight as Harvard or Yale or Stanford right. by itself. And it's also important to keep in mind is that you when you apply to those programs that does that that do have these stellar uh, personages on their faculty, there's also no guarantee that you're going to be studying under that person. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll take a class with him or her, yeah. but that won't be enough to really associate with the brand. Right. So generally, I think it's a good idea to favor a, a strong brand, even over a strong program. This is important to keep in mind. Not all grad programs at Harvard are fantastic, right. but Harvard Everyone in the world knows what Harvard University is. You know what I'm saying? So even if it's like a 40th ranked program, uh, I don't know, maybe dentistry. I don't know if 
Harvard has a good dentistry program. Yeah. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But that's probably something that you need a license for. So let's say uh, paleontology. You probably don't need a degree in paleontology to become a paleontologist. I don't to think that's a legal team. designation. Yeah. And maybe Harvard doesn't have a top-ranked program, but it's still Harvard. Yeah. And you get to be associated with that. That's right. So that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell is think about what your goals are. Do you need this for a job? If so, get in and out as quickly as possible. And if you don't, uh, I would not recommend applying for any um, uh, institution that's lower than like the 15th ranked. Okay. Because the, the 40th or the 50th ranked program is just as expensive as the 10th ranked program. But it comes at a fraction of the opportunity in the networking. Right. So it is really useful to, to shoot for the stars when it comes to the second type of grad school programs. Hope, uh, hope that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Thanks for clearing up and, and making that, that structural framework of the two different types to keep in mind when we're trying to figure out you know, where to go. I've done a lot of grad school consulting in the year. So besides doing the GRE prep, I've helped hundreds of students get into their grad school. That was valuable course. information. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back next week for another bite-sized episode of GRE Bites. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss on a future episode, let us know at stellargre at gmail.com. And if you're interested in either GRE prep or grad school consulting, as was just mentioned, check us out at stellargre.com. Talk to you soon.